0: I was praying last week about what he wanted me to share this week, and all I could see, sometimes God speaks to me in images, right? I I see different things in my mind, and I saw this thing uh, that I used to play with when I was a a young boy. It was one of these Tonka trucks. Y'all remember Tonka trucks? It was this yellow bulldozer that I used to have. Now, I'm kind of older than a lot, maybe a lot, not everybody, but some people in this room. And when I had this Tonka bulldozer, it was actually metal. How many of y'all remember the the, the metal ones? I know, Willie, Willie. The metal ones. You're like, yeah, you are really old. They're all plastic now. But when I was young, they were metal. And I used to take it outside in Miami, Florida. And I used to literally think I was driving this bulldozer. And I used to try to dig with it. And I would do different things with it. I would hit it. I would slam it on the ground. And this thing was like indestructible because it was metal. And I'm thinking of this imagery of this bulldozer in my head. And God took me to the scripture in 2 Corinthians, and, and he highlighted two words, and he highlighted the words demolish and dismantle, demolish and dismantle. And a lot of us have issues in our life. A lot of us have prevailing problems in our lives that we can't seem to get rid of that we can't seem to break out of, that we can't seem to change the way we think about. And so I wanted to ask you a question this morning. Where does the enemy have a hook in you? Where does the enemy have what we call a stronghold in your life? Some of us were prone to cheat. Some of us are constantly in this thing called doubt. Some of us are afraid and we worry all the time. Some of us are super judgmental. What's that one weakness or that one bad habit that you carry in your life all throughout year after year? What is that attitude that you carry year after year that you can't seem to break out of? Where does the devil have a stronghold in your life? And that's what I want to kind of talk about today. And this is the word that's kind of fitting, strongholds. Another word for it is fortress or citadel or a thick wall or a big fence with a gate surrounding something. It's a stronghold. As if the devil has fenced one or or many negative attitudes in your mind and in your life. He's put a big wall around it, and he says, this is mine. You can't touch it. And we deal with these things. And sometimes these strongholds are actually generational. We learn these strongholds. They're passed down from one generation to another generation. It's one bad habit after another bad habit, one weakness after another weakness. Somebody has constructed a wall around something that looks like it's impossible to break down. The enemy might say something like, you're not touching this flaw. He resists heaven, and he places himself right in between God's help and your, let's just say, your, your, your anger problem or your temper or your fragile self-image, or your vicious appetite for things of the world, or some type of addiction, or your distrust for authority, the enemy places himself right in between God's help and deliverance and all of these things. See, seasons come and go, but there's this thing that's deep inside of your soul that lurks in the bottom of your soul that just won't go away. He lives on both sides of this compound name. He's strong enough to grip like a vice, and he's stubborn enough to just hold on a stronghold. He cleans like a bear trap. And the harder you shake, the more it hurts. Can that, can, does that relate to somebody in here that's hearing my voice? The harder you try to get out of it, the more it hurts. A lot of us are facing strongholds, old, difficult, discouraging challenges that we deal with every single day. In our lives. These things are setting themselves up against God's truth. The term stronghold appears at least 50 times in the Scriptures. Did you know that? A lot of times in the Old Testament, it's referred to as a fortress that's difficult to access. In Judges 6-2, you can read it. And 1 Samuel 23-14, you can read it. But the Apostle Paul uses the term to describe a mindset or an attitude. And I wanted to read the scriptures together. I'm going to read the Amplified Version from 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. And I think we're going to have it on the screens here. It says this, For though we walk in the flesh as mortal men, we are not carrying on our spiritual warfare according to the flesh and using the weapons of man. The weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powerful for the demolishing of strongholds, a.k.a. fortresses. We are dismantling sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. See, when we're dealing with strongholds, we don't grit our teeth And we don't double up efforts. This is the way of the flesh. This is the way what we think in our minds we should do. We got to try to battle this thing with doing more or trying harder. This is the way of the flesh. The scripture says our weapons are from God. They have divine power to demolish strongholds. Isn't that what you want? Isn't that what I want? All these things that I'm struggling with that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God, don't I want those things to to crumble? Don't I want those things to be killed? Don't I want those things to go away? Maybe it's time for a different strategy. Maybe it's time to change the way that we're thinking. The question is, have we asked other people to help? Or have we just camouflaged the real stronghold in our life? Everything inside of you says, keep the struggle secret. Wear a mask. Hide the pain. Put a costume on it. Act like everything is okay. But God says the opposite. Make this your common practice. He says this in James five sixteen: Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other that you can live together and whole and be healed. See, Satan dwells in the domain of the shadows and the secrets. God Brings everything into the land of the light and honesty. And when you bring your issues and your problems and your stronghold into the open, light can shine upon it. And you can bring. And, and God will bring real healing in Jesus' name. So there's three things we see in the Scripture to help overcome the strongholds in our lives. And the first thing we see is weapons. Say weapons. You got to say it like you mean it. Say weapons. There you go. Now, one thing the Scripture is not talking about is guns. Swords, bombs, knives, cannons. He's not talking about physical weapons. God is talking about spiritual weapons. Say spiritual weapons. See, spiritual weapons are actually more powerful than natural human weapons made by human hands. 2 Corinthians, I'm going to read it. For though we walk in the flesh as mortal men, we do not carry on our spiritual warfare according to the flesh. And using the weapons of man. The weapons of our warfare are not physical. He's not talking about physical weapons. He says our weapons are divine in power. Like I want that type of weapon in my life. I want divine weaponry that can dismantle and destroy strongholds, not just